your attorney should be mindful about the divorce's impact on your family. I know it's not a traditional response, but every time I suggest one route for litigation, you know, how old are the kids? Is this going to affect them in any way? They should not be apprised of the litigation. But I just wouldn't suggest any strategy moves outside of court that would negatively negatively affect the kids. Hey, hey, welcome to the WTF Divorce Podcast. My name is Rob Roseman. On this show, we talk about everything divorce, whether you're thinking about divorce, going through it, or figuring out life after. Divorce, co-parenting, dating, we cover it all and break it into short clips so it's easy for you to find and learn from. If you want more help, head on over to WTFDivorce.com. Thanks for listening. On to today's show. Real quick, let's talk about the sponsor. Today's WTF Divorce episode is brought to you by Soberlink. If you're going through a divorce and custody case involving alcohol, Soberlink is the solution for you. More on Soberlink at the end of the show. Now on to today's episode. Divorce attorneys, you know, there's a stereotype about them. What is the hardest part about being a divorce attorney for you? For me, it's that we can't go to a hearing so quickly. And so I have to explain to them, I'm like, I get it. I know I'm upset too. I understand, you know, I, I empathize with them, but I, I literally cannot go to court until I get some time in front of the judge. I think that's the hardest, one of the hardest parts. And there's different uh, factors. So for example, some cases are emotional. I don't do dependency. So my, my practice is specifically divorce, paternity, prenups and postnups. The kids are safe. They're healthy. I, you know, I am a mom. So anytime I hear anything about the children, abuse, neglect or harm, it is very difficult. And for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because of after having kids, uh, maybe it hits me more. I don't know. All I know is that it's even, it's just like exponentially more difficult uh, to deal with those particular cases, which is why I don't do dependency for the most part, because I don't think I'll be, I, I think that I'll be storming like the courthouse with them. I think it's, mm-hmm. it won't be good. It's, it's very emotionally draining along with the case itself and what the, the child may be going through. So emotional and emotionally draining for certain cases for me, particularly when something's going on with the children. The other part is just the frustration with just trying to get in front of the court and make my client understand that I want you to feel heard too. I just Mm -hmm. also have to wait in line. And then the third one is I cannot change your soon-to-be former spouse's personality. I don't have a magic wand. I know that they're being, you know, special, just so I don't say any choice words on the book. On the podcast, but I cannot change their demeanor. If they were like this during the marriage, it only gets most often it only gets worse during divorce. I can only try to tell you I think that a therapist is great, a divorce coach is great. I do think getting a team involved is important because as an attorney, even though I love what I do and I love the psychological parts of it and learning more about what therapies can help, I'm not. I'm not a mental health um, expert. I wouldn't be able to help you in that particular arena. Um, so dealing with very high conflict people, there are people that specialize in that. And I would say, go for it, go and retain those people. It would be very helpful. So yeah. both ways we're equally as frustrated, but also we're not, we're going to join you in the fight. We're like just as annoyed with them, but right. we need tools to deal with them on a daily basis. I'm not in the trenches. I'm not there behind closed doors at night when you're dealing with them, when they send you a really nasty message. Those are my first three things. I'm, I'm sure there's more, but I've, that's, those are the first three things that came to mind. 
Yeah, that's something I didn't even know a few years ago when I went through my divorce, this idea of a team and how important it is and how it might even be a little more investment up front with a few sessions with a therapist or a coach. But like putting it all together, the time, the money, the peace of mind that you save, that's uh, priceless. Unfortunately, you don't know any of these things when you're going into it because your brain is completely scrambled. So it's all uh, that's what we're trying to do here. Pay, Pay it forward for people that are that are coming down the pipe. Agreed. I always, you know, during my, my consultation, even after I'm like, there's free resources online, listen to podcasts, start learning about the process because there are things that you may learn just how other people have dealt with it and other coping mechanisms or tools that if you don't have the funds to be able to have a divorce coach, then these are other ways you can try to seek assistance in that way, other resources. Uh, but yeah, if if you're able to have that team in place, I think that's great. We have said it's overwhelming, it's draining, it's emotional. So the more support you have, the better. For me, it's very important for the, your attorney to be able to empathize with what you're going through. Even something as simple as this is going to take a long time makes the person that's going through it feel like, all right, they get it. They see what I'm going through. That's important instead of just saying, oh, you know how these things work. We have no idea how these things work. Agreed. And I want to emphasize there's a difference between being empathetic or sympathetic with your client. Like, I understand what you're dealing with. Let's try to see what we can do to make it better. Let's have a call. Let's go through strategy. What is it? What are your main goals? And we'll go from there. As opposed to parroting your client. I don't agree with there are times where I have seen attorneys just taking on their client's role. And then it just creates more tension. You're just adding fuel of the fire and it's not helping at all. One of the good things about having an attorney on your side, other than obviously knowing the law, is the fact that we can see it from an objective standpoint. My client will send me an essay and she's like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to, I'm like, do not send this. Let's, <laughs> let's condense this into like two sentences and then we'll go from there because it's highly emotional. And so we can see it from an objective standpoint and say, no, no. And then ultimately they kind of start learning. All right. So this is a neutral way to convey my message not get sucked into like a messaging war at night with them. So empathetic, but not parroting your client and just saying yes to everything and taking on their particular personality during a case. They're there to advocate for you. They're a professional that's going to support you, but also we need taught, right? I see so many like text messages even that are six pages long. And I said, nobody wants to read that. I know you want to get it out, but nobody wants to read that. Honestly, and even if you present it to the judge, you think the judge wants to sit there and read? I mean, I am not a judge. I'm just as from like a human standpoint. Do you really want mm-hmm. It's a one-liner. It's an essay. Okay. Don't do that. Don't do that. Plus it gives the other side more ammunition when they're reading all of that. Right. Don't do that. So I, it's kind of changing the mindset and, and straying from like the urge to, to like, this is not the place. Let's, let's take a step back. Excellent. Tell people where they can find you, Christine. Okay. So my website is www.kcpafamilylaw.com. And my Instagram profile is at Christine Cardona PA. And my name is spelled K-R-Y-S-T-I-N-E. My last name is C-A-R-D-O-N-A. It comes as no surprise that not all divorces are created equal. While some divorces are collaborative and amicable, others are painful, accusatory, and may simply have you thinking, what the F? If you're co-parenting with an ex-spouse who abuses alcohol, this is a sobering reality. The folks at Soberlink want to help. Soberlink's alcohol monitoring system is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to provide evidence that they are not drinking during parenting time. The system's real-time alerts, facial recognition, 
and tamper detection ensure the integrity of each test so you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. With Soberlink, judges rest assured that your child is safe, attorneys get court admissible evidence of sobriety, and both parents have empowerment and peace of mind. The WTF Divorce Community is here to help shed light on the fact that whatever you're going through, you are not alone. If Soberlink is reaching you at the exact time that you need it, visit www.soberlink.com WTF to sign up and get $50 off your device. That's www.soberlink.com WTF.